ready? Okay. Minnesota. Um, anyway, <laughs> what I wanted to talk about was my cooking playlist. Yes. So there's, I've been seeing a lot like music to cook to. Really? Um, yeah, there's heaps of new playlists on Spotify, but I have my own playlist that you are all welcome to follow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I think of it as like modern meditation. Mm. Not that I have my own house or anything, but you could totally do it here. But if like Jordan's mom and dad are away or, um, like my mum and dad have been away recently. Yeah. And I just like plug my AirPods in and then you, like it's just like nice because you're doing kind of like a rhythmic similar exercises and your brain's turned off like chopping or whatever or like stirring. They say that cooking is therapeutic. Totally. So, you, so what kind of music are we pairing with it or is it? I think maybe you just love listening to music. Yeah, but it's not music that I would usually listen to. So right. I created a playlist that's like completely different. And do you know where it came from? Where? I think I there was I think it's the first season of Grace and Frankie, the last song. Yeah. And I was I like didn't Shazam it because who the fuck uses Shazam? But no. I like waited I and know. I found the lyrics and then I Googled it. And I was like, I would never listen to this song, but it, it's super relaxing. And then for some reason one day, um, I was cooking and I was like, I'm going to make a playlist that I want to cook to. And let me find it. I will tell you what it is. I should be very much more prepared, but we're not. So here we go. So the playlist is called Cooking Etc. Okay. by Kelsey Farenshuk. <laughs> and it's um, his name's Joel Virgil, V-I-R-G-E-L. And I think this was the song. <laughs> Maybe not. But this is the kind of vibe. Is this where it's like panning out and they've sold the beach house? Was maybe. that season one? <laughs> yeah, season one. Yeah. Maybe it's this one. It's kind of like. Love it. Maybe it's. There's a song called Bim Bim Bap. Yum. So Grace and Frankie's music is just like. Have you ever seen that movie with Alec Baldwin and. Mich- um, and um, Oh, hey, mind blank. And Meryl Streep, it's complicated. It's not Alec Baldwin, but yes. Yeah, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin? Yeah. That's not, you're wrong. I'm Googling it. You're wrong. <laughs> Just wait. Oh, he's Alec Baldwin <laughs> thinking of the other one with, um, oh, she's amazing. Oh, what one? You know the one, um, she's got all the fabulous fashion on Instagram. Oh, skinny, really, really skinny. Same, like We're talking about Meryl Streep. I know, but I'm talking about the other movie that's similar to this. Oh. And she's a, a cook and she's got that beautiful house. And then like the ex-husband comes, the, the husband's, no, the girl, the daughter's boyfriend comes to stay, but he's older and it's, what's his name? Are you talking about Diane Keaton? Yes, Diane Keaton. I, um, analyze that? No. Um, Let me find out. Yes. Googling. And come Jack on. Nicholson. Come on. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. Same kind of vibe, right? Great vibe. Okay. Okay. So those movies have great kind of like ambient cooking music. Ambient, exactly. Yeah. Kind I lo- of. I love that kind of music. Yeah. All the movies that Steve Martin was in, like um, Father of the Bride, that's that kind of music I want to It's like James to. Taylor, like Paul Simon. Yes. Like oh, I could put it on there. Marvin Gaye. Um, yeah. yeah. So those soundtracks vibe. are great. Sade. Oh, love a bit of Sade. Just like slow ambience nice. Yeah. Um, so we can find you. 
find your so just cooking cooking playlists for like modern meditation i guess make your own i think it's fun no one wants to be burning the onions and listening to to heavy to dead mouse or something yeah like it comes on and you're and you're just overwhelmed (laughs) you're already under the pressure because the onions are burning (laughs) (laughs) and then rick ross is like (laughs) are you wearing an apron with this music (laughs) um I would get all housewifey. Here's a question for you, Paul. Who wears aprons? Everyone owns way more aprons than they need and never wears them. It's always a big um, fanfare. It's always like, got to get my apron for this one. And they're usually made out of material that you can't actually wipe your hands on. Like I would wear it if it was made out of tea towel material because I always like, where's the tea towel? It's like um, a really rigid kind of linen blend. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this isn't going to wash out. Yeah. They should be more protective. They should just be a cloth that you tie yeah, around, like a chef right. has. But I guess the idea of it is you're meant to hang the the tea towel within the napkin, the apron's pocket, right, and then you wipe yeah. your hands on that. Yeah, but if you've ever watched Master Chef, the uh, the old hands, it's they're so dirty. Uh, yeah, mm. <laughs> us being chefs. Anyway, speaking of food, what are you? What are we currently snacking on? Uh, we're currently being healthy gals because mm-hmm. dinner why where uh, I made us a little um, grazing plate, avocado, guac, uh, gluten-free charcoal bickies for Kelso, dairy-free um, tzatziki mm-hmm. with koyo if anyone wants a recipe. Just oh, did you out. make this yourself? Yeah. I was wondering what it was. I was like, that's koyo. Yeah. Oh, run us through the recipe. There's an actual recipe for it too. I didn't just be like, oh, how do I make it? Um, and then, you know, pickles, whatnot. So that's what we're eating, which actually turned out this it's actually yummier than I thought it would be. It's delicious. I was I'm like, I want some cheese, but we're not. And we are drinking. Yeah, what are we drinking? Uh, it's Frederick Stevenson. It's a 2018 Marsan Rusan. I'm probably saying Ooh. that incorrectly, but it's from the Barossa. Yes, I do not know what what type of wine is this. Um, it's one week skin contact barrel fermented, made from Marsan and Rusan, mm, mm. and. Obviously, a biodynamically farmed number because I went into the store and I was like, we like um, skin, skin contact, contact, but nothing too, like, Bitterly. I didn't want, I was like that wanker that was like, orange wine. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, try this. And I was like, uh-huh. Yum, yum. And he said it was like a party wine, which I was like, that's obviously me. If you, I would just buy everything he tells me as a party wine. Sure. It's for parties. You bring to parties. And the other thing is, like we were saying with Ella, judging by the bottle, which is we'll put it up on our thing. The label is so nice. So. And when I poured it out, it's actually, it is quite orangey, but they taste real nice. The color's real nice. So there's one to add to the list, guys, and just get onto it. Hugo, you're here. Tell the people what you think. Nothing. <laughs> Blank. Speaking of food, we're still on the food wagon. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I mentioned MasterChef before. You said you saw a story on Delicious. Yeah. I saw a story where Matt Preston. Mm-hmm. The cravat Matt Preston. Honestly, let's talk about his outfit. My mum actually made a comment last what night. What did she I, say? She came over for dinner um, and she loves MasterChef and we were watching it. And she said, you know, um, 
What was he wearing? Probably oh, no. he wears three piece suits for fucking yes, standing around in the kitchen and a cravat. And You're not going to the royal ascot or like the made we- royal wedding. Comment about production being that he's like the tallest one in the group, and mm. yet he will not not wear heeled boots like mm. those really high heel boots, which is totally fine. Wear what you want, but it's very strange, crazy. Take the cravat off. Also, the other thing is, imagine how many. Please don't vomit on Steph's laptop. <laughs> Imagine how many tailoring appointments. Because all of his suits are obviously hand tailor-made. Like, it's like his thing, obviously. But Yeah, you're not buying these off the rack. You're a big bloke yeah. to begin with. And these are like three-piece suits. Rarely can you come across a three-piece suit that's already designed, especially yeah. in an emerald green with a beautiful stitching or, like or whatever. Beetlejuice black and white pants. Yeah, like imagine the appointments that he has to go to. Because he's on TV five nights a week and he's wearing a different thing every time. Yeah. Chuck on some bloody fucking jeans, mate. You're in the farm. You're in the farm. He gets such a kick out of it too. I mean, look, I love it. We all love fashion. We love Jesus. fashion and everything's, as Mitchell say, does it have to be an outfit? Yeah, it does. If you're on TV, it does. And this oh, is yeah. the thing. He wants to make a name for him in the three-piece suit vibe, which I appreciate but also chill. Yep. He was doing what he was good at and wrote an article where he was he told us his top ten chip flavours. Mm, so what are this they? is important because I disagree with them. Are they in order? Are they yeah, in this order? This is in order. So number one, twisties in any flavour. Number Ugh. one out of all the chips that you can get. You said twisties. So at Woolies, even imported, you said twisties in any flavour. So you're saying chicken? chicken? Get They're absolutely disgusting. Fucked. They taste like stale jats with some paprika on them or something. Yeah. Then he said salt and vinegar. Mmm, love me some salt and me vinegar. Me too. But also, like, where's the brands? He didn't say any brands except for, like, Twisties, obviously. And this one, cheese, Cheetos cheese and bacon balls. Never had them. What? Do you like them? You never even had them in primary school? I wasn't allowed junk food. Says a lot. <laughs> I think it does too. Were you allowed to watch The Simpsons? No. What? Our Foxtel had a lock on it. <gasps> we had a parental pin code and no one would tell me but that what was it only was. for the porn channels. No, you can go in the back end and like mum locked Fox 8. Well, what's the point in paying all that money for it when she all could, you could watch it? <laughs> yeah, true. She has the pin. Well, I'm so sorry. So, do you like what? Um, um, they're also but they're not number like, three. So Sweet. he obviously likes it. A cheesy, well, look at him. Tacky, mm. yeah, a cheap chip. Number th- four. Number four, sweet chili and sour cream, which I imagine would be Red Rock Deli, because the next one's honey soy chicken, which is obviously Red Rock Deli. Right. Um, then he's got a cheesel, still in that same family. I, don't, I do, yeah, I do not agree. Pringles sour cream and onion. Mm. Smith's I'm, original. Nah, pass on that. Number nine, burger rings. And number 10 was a tie between sour cream and chive br- grain waves. I've written brain, <laughs> I, I read knew brain waves. Yeah, brain waves. Um, not a fucking chip. Nah. Cheese Supreme Doritos. They're he just... obviously likes that fake flavour that sticks to the roof yeah. of your mouth, right? Absolutely disgusting. Um, and then Harvest Snaps Wasabi Pea Crisps. Okay. Okay, tell Hear me. Hear me out. Tell me. Light and tangy. Would you put that in your top 10? Like, do you think that deserves a spot? Yeah. I okay. would cut out all the cheese ones. Good. Or remember when we had those Tyrell's yeah. curry flavour chips? Maybe not the curry flavour per se, but they make 
a Worcestershire sauce flavor. They make a yes. beautiful um, just plain flavor or like Red Rock Deli, anything but the chicken. But there's also chicken and garlic aioli and they've got the salt and vinegar, but it's balsamic. Yeah. Like what That's about That's what those? I mean. As a food, is he a food critic? He's a yeah, food I something, believe. food writer, something. Um, his palate is so awful. Well, he obviously likes your cheap chips, which I agree with, but... It must be a guilty pleasure. What about those chips that um, they're like a f- cheaper version of Smith's and like Sambo, Samboy? And they're, they're really good. crinkle cut. And they're really salty. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. put them in there. What's annoying is that... I love a Dorito original. I love a Pringle original. Yeah, yeah, original. I love, like, why does he keep going to the Cheese Supreme Doritos? If anyone buys me a yellow or orange packet of Doritos and not green, Mitchell, you're dead. Kate, you're dead. <sighs> yeah, rant over. Um, Chips with pickles. <gasps> they, ooh. they need to make a pickle. You know, they make that pickle pizza. They need to make a pickle-flavoured chip. Like a pickle, and then put pickle Mersey Valley on the top ooh. of it. You know that one. A thinly sliced pickle on a salt, on a just a Smith crinkle cut chip. Mm. Thanks for putting salt and vinegar in there, though. That's yeah. my only agreeing. Yeah. Anyway. Wasabi peas. God damn it. Yeah. What's wrong with you? He's snacking a lot. Clearly. <laughs> Who has a top ten? Maybe that's why he wears the vest because it catches it. It's like his um <laughs> a waistband, like a Kim Kardashian. A girdle. It's a girdle. <laughs> A girdle. It's his kimono. Can't talk about that. What? Nothing. Can't talk about what Kim Kardashian. Do you want to? We can. I don't know the latest on kimono, Mm. but all I saw was that Kimmy K has released a line of shapewear and undergarments that, yes, I don't mind. I saw something like a bodysuit that had one uh, kind of like knee-length pant to it and the other side was like super short. So I guess if you're wearing like a split, a slit dress or something, you won't see your uh, shapewear. Yes. Yes. But why did you decide to call it kimono and then trademark or copyright something like yeah, that? Yeah, one of those. An ancient word which literally – I, is it? Am I right in saying it's like their silken robes? When you throw money in a problem, anything can happen, though. So why not want to trademark it and mm. pretend that it's yours and it's always been yours? Also, it doesn't even make sense. It's shapewear. Mm. What? How does that even make sense with so, kimono? So a robe that sits on the outside of your body. Why would you name your shapewear undergarments after it? <laughs> Call it just like. Shapewear by Kim Kardashian. Like yeah. that's, I would buy, like, not, who wears shapewear anyway? Like, nah. I I think it's a, it's actually quite like an American. Yes. I didn't even know what Spanx were because, like, um, they don't say that they're wearing shapewear. They always just say, my Spanx, my Spanx. Mm. And I was like, I don't know the fuck Spanx are. But even, like, really, like, even Victoria's Secret models, you'll see they, like, go to sit down and if they're in an interview or something and Daily Mail will be like, oh, she was wearing Spanx or whatever. Why? I yeah. Don't, I don't understand. Also, they've never made something that you can't see. Even if you're wearing those short kind of ones, you'll see a seam. Yeah, a it's seam. weird. Your thigh will stick out from your seam. I don't understand it. Um, But something this week... 
uh, she just – I heard on the radio that she won a court battle with Misguided. Was it Misguided, was it? Was it Misguided? I'm yeah. I'm not sure. I saw it, but I didn't know it was them. And the only reason she won it was something like 2.8 or 28. Pretty sure 2.8 million is because that they just didn't respond to the lawsuit. <laughs> well, was this because they were copying all her looks or something? Is it the one that when she'd wear like – a certain dress. I thought then that was like Boohoo or something, not misguided. I think hers is misguided and Kylie's like Boohoo. Right. But you're right. They um Let me look it up. Yeah, do. Okay, so Kim Kardashian wins two point seven million, but I believe that would be in US dollars mm-hmm. in lawsuit against fashion company ripping off her looks. And the fashion company is <laughs> misguided, you're right. Right. Ripping off her face, body, and name to sell their products. So I guess um, she'd be like seen in a look and then they would put up like a week later their dress and say that she was wearing that dress, so come and buy it. Which is so cheeky. But then I think there was a rumour mill going around um, that she was like in on it and it was their clothes. Remember that? I reckon she'd be – no, because remember Diet Prada put up something that was like it would be impossible. (gasps) They had like the receipts where like they'd been sent the outfit before she'd even worn it. Yeah. So obviously – So there was a – Maybe that's why they didn't it. respond to it because they were like, fuck it, we'll pretend to pay you $2.7 million and she'll pay half of it and who gives right. a fucking scheme of things. That's chump change. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And this will just be hush-hush and they'll – and everyone will forget about it and pretend and think that we've paid our dues. Yeah. Speaking of fashion. Tell us. We have to talk about Celine Dion. Oh, Celine. Um, we've been putting some of her looks up on Instagram. If you haven't seen them, follow us at Listen to Bad and Busy. Um, the Queen of Couture. It was Couture Week a few weeks ago, but if she's not the Queen, then who? I mean, look, she's 51 years old, Crazy. has three kids, just lost a husband, and she looks better than me. She looks better than ever. Yeah. Crazy. Her hair even. Her hair, but you know, um, isn't she Parisian anyway? She's Cana- French Canadian. Oh, yeah, not the same. But her, <laughs> her um, geography. Yeah, I'm going for like her whole look, her facial, her vibe. Structure. Yes, because um, she's quite elegant in the way that she holds herself, and she's tall. Yeah, and you know, um, like elongated. But she's always been that way, and yes. she's been like I think everyone's like. I think our age group is kind of like Celine because growing up, like all the Titanic soundtrack and things was playing in our house <laughs> and just all her music. I love Celine. Oh, um, she's looking a bit thin, but she's lost yeah. her husband. So let's just leave it at that. I she's watched- obviously got her residency in Vegas. So she's quite busy on the, uh, the old, uh, she wrapped up. Oh, did she? Yeah. Okay, well, now she can start eating burgers When again. we wanted um, – when we were going to talk about her, I was, like, going to put it out there that it would be so fun if we could go over. But oh, she wrapped so up on, like, June 16th or something. I'm sure she'll do it again. Um, she got a world tour coming up or something I read maybe. Oh, I, would you? I love that. Yeah, some interviewer. Uh, Fleetwood Mac are coming to Australia too soon. Are they? Yeah. But it's that kudos. Fuck, it's like an effort. Can I'm sure they're playing at um, Hunter Valley. Yeah. But it always bloody so rains. And we'll see. Yeah. 
It really does. So um, her looks. Off-white that Gigi wore. Off the rack. Excuse me. So you're 51 and you're groomed and your legs are not sinewy and just. And like tan AF. Mm. She wore that Chanel unitard. Yeah, the black one. Mm. Yeah, that's very um, like Jennifer Lopez 1999 movie. Mm. Yeah, Knickerbockers. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love that one. My favourite was the white, um, like, surprise. Who did that one? Let me see. Alexandre Vossier. Oh, yeah, that was great with the balloon sleeves. Oh, yeah. Silly us. And then when she came up, like, the um, the stairs and she was like, doo, doo, doo. Yeah. Amazing. I loved the feathered um, Attico bustier. Yes, with the lopsided yes. um, jeans. That's something that you could do. You could. Anyone could wear, yeah, like just wear like a. Do you think that those jeans they're were. They're cheap. Are they? Yeah, they're really cheap. Do you think that those jeans. No, they were made like that. That's what I was going to say. Are flared like both and she's no. really tucked it? Or no, not? you can buy them. Yeah, I'd be doing that. But you could go to the op shop and buy a pair of flare jeans and just do it yourself. Yeah. Hint, hint. Mm. Um, what that else? Was a good one. Then she wore that amazing 3D printed art piece yes, from Iris and Hooking, which at was it just now. looked like um, what you put on like some pawpaws, like, you know, that shit that you put on fruit. You put on what? <laughs> the mesh that you put over fruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at the amazing? same time, she kind of gives couture the spotlight it deserves. Like, obviously, not. No one wears that stuff and unless it's borrowed or it's yes. in a museum or it's, you know, someone like her. But And she's very theatrical and they'd want exactly. her to put a show on in it, totally. which is what she's doing in that 3D um, printed dress. Wait, were you talking about this? No, you no, the Chaparelli halter neck dress. <gasps> no, look at it. I'm looking at it now. Oh, so it had like a bodice. We'll put it up with pleats. Mm. But it was all black and then she had black leather uh, gloves just past her elbow and boots. Mm-hmm. But you, like you could tell that they were long boots but you couldn't really see because the dress was quite long. But if that was all white, I'd wear that to my wedding. Would you? Fuck yeah. Look at it. And it's a headpiece. And sunglasses. She looks sensational. Her boots um, are open toe. Mm, and then they've got that point, mm. like the triangle under the foot rather than like a round toe. So like she's just. Um, and then the other day she wore that um, an I Love Paris Hilton T-shirt, dead, but also she wore the Titanic necklace. I see. You know, see. the one that Rose holds, the old yeah. lady. Yeah, yeah. But – and a big blazer. I'm just looking at that photo. Amazing. So, like, she's a super chameleon because her hair and face for a 51-year-old – like she's gone in like this super I don't know, her look has definitely changed. Mm. I don't ever remember because I never thought she was attractive, attractive. Like she always No, she'd be like SJP. Yeah. That's a bit horsey. <laughs> <laughs> but her um the angular Face is really working in all of these shots, like especially in that white dress that we like with the short hair. I think she got a new haircut. You reckon? She's even just pulled it, whipped it up into a big, yeah, big bun. It's a bit like a lobby, but yeah, it gives her length to be able to do stuff. Oh, but anyway, it just love. goes to show that fuck your age, you can wear whatever you want. Yep, at 51 and you're 
wearing a bathing suit practically out on the streets. <sighs> Go for it. Get it done. And really working it too. Get it done. Only Celine. Seriously. Um. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Everyone's in Europe. Cool. Mm. You can't have attitude. This was you last year. I can have attitude because I have depression. Oh. I mean, Jack. It's winter. So, like, what's depressing is last year's being a birthday in Europe. This year, this time last year was literally, I think we arrived in Croatia to the motherland. And also the funny thing is my brother's there now. Yeah. And he's just like, I'll wake up in the morning and he'll be like, (laughs) send me like all these food photos for me to put up on yeah, Instagram page. or like just to show me what he ate and then he'll send me like another few which would be like him um, like in certain different situations so like him sitting in front of a view him sitting at dinner him like looking out to see uh-huh. and then it'll be like candid AF like <laughs> what? brother <laughs> dearest? Like dead so extra <laughs> um, yeah it's quite funny but I guess if everyone's off to Europe still um and traveling because mm. they've been traveling quite a lot as you would know mm. let's talk about travel etiquette quickly and transit wardrobe i just want to say which i've been meaning to say yes thongs are not okay thongs are never okay never don't wear them to the airport don't wear them on a plane don't wear them to the pub don't wear them to the bank wear them to yoga if you have to wear them around the house yeah. i like kate mcconnell who does not never wear shoes in the house do not wear them out. Do not wear them with jeans. If you're going out with a guy oh that wears God. thongs with jeans, you need to fucking look hard in the mirror. And they're worn can't. down ones too. I agree. I don't think that they're um, exciting footwear. Even they're not, if I had, no, no, no. They're not appropriate footwear. Even if I had to go to yoga, I'd be wearing slides. Mm. I don't like splitting. I don't like my foot being exposed but like you can't, that. I'm sorry. You cannot have your – an. Uh, an exposed foot in an airport. No way. Or at a pub. I just think it's inappropriate. Um, so Apart from like a beautiful sandal. I've always been brought up. Even then I feel a little bit naky like my foot. Like if I was going to work and I wore a sandal, I'm like, this is too much foot. Yeah, right. Too much foot. Um, yeah, no, I've always been brought up that like g- going on a flight, you need to dress properly. Mm-hmm. And then you see people and they're practically in their Jones. own pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> Not even during sleep. I just, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's no, really not bizarre. into it. So there's a new fashion craze buck coming. And, oh, yeah. Well, like kitten heel thongs. Not into it. Who told you that? Leandra Cohen. When? Um, I've got gossip about Leandra. Do you? Yeah. I didn't want to spread it because, you know, I'm not a gossip. And, like, I don't really like talking about, about people behind their back. <laughs> Do you realise we're on air? <laughs> <laughs> um... But when I was in Byron, I found out from somebody that works there that that worked at a place that she stayed at that she was horrendous. Like You're joking. Terrible manners. It was really unkind. Um, super rude. Like thought she was like the bee's knees. Like didn't have time for anybody, and also was like ill. Like in real, like obviously she's quite thin, but in mm. real life she was ill and like didn't eat anything her husband apparently got her a cake because it was her birthday and she whinged about the cake because it wasn't the right flavor and then didn't eat any of it and oh it was my her own birthday God. cake you i'm not saying that it's true don't repeat it but 
behind closed doors, hey? A little bit of celeb goss for you. Oh, she was And I was really disappointed because I was like, no, she's so nice. Like she calls him A.B. The other thing that is wild is that she's like our age. She's like 28 or something or 29. I mean, she's a little bit older than us, but (gasps) does that make you not feel like the worst person in the world who has never accomplished anything? Fuck yeah, she's got twins too. But it just goes to show that if you're in New York and you have cash, old family (sighs) money and new money, that you can do anything. I can do anything in New York. Just put me there. Totally. I'll try real hard. Mm -hmm. Not Sydney, but. (laughs) Side note. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. Yes. Let's talk travel beauty quickly. So travel etiquette. I feel like it's gym etiquette, like, but people just forget about it. But, like, thongs are, like, my main thing. It's not okay. Yeah. What Travel next? beauty. Uni shower sheets for long-haul flights, like a face wipe for your body. Mm-hmm. So good. Mario Badescu mini face mist. Yeah. A face oil, obviously, because yeah. you're going to get really dry. A lip balm or tan. I think an eyebrow gel and a concealer is, like, all in the means of makeup that you need. Yeah. By Rado, do a beautiful hand sanitizer. Otherwise, just like bring whatever. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Hand sanitizer. Yes. A face mask, maybe. Yep. Collagen eye patches, maybe. You got me into sheet masking on a flight. Mm. But never, ever, ever leave them on for more than 15 because then it sucks all the goodness back out. Who told you that? That's a good hot tip. I heard that mm. if it says on the back, leave on 15. Don't be like, mm, but I'm super dry, so maybe I'll double it and go for 30 because it can just, if you just leave it on, it can just suck it straight back up out of your skin. Mm. It won't keep going. I guess that would make sense. So I used, yeah. Hot. Well, also on an airplane, I just like, Oh, even if you leave it on for five minutes, already like crispy and dry yeah. anyway. <laughs> um, I actually, I don't know what flight I was on, but you gave me one once that was... Um, clear sheet, like a translucent oh, sheet. Yes. So I wore that so they didn't actually realise that I was wearing a face mask. Was it um, actually sheet or like papery? Yeah. Or was it like a hydro gel? Sh- actually, yeah, maybe it was more um, Jelly. like waxy yeah. kind of papery, yeah. Um, and then I guess you – I started bringing my own teas. Onto tea a flight bags. and asked for hot water? Yeah. Smart. Do that, even though they're a diuretic but whatever. Collagen and probiotics. Beautiful. So there's a little quick one from me. Awesome. I mean, some people bring their own snacks because, like we said, mm. salty foods on flights. What do you bring on a plane? I don't like to snack on planes. You don't like to eat at all? I do get desperate with their plain food, but mm. um, no, because I have that funny belly on planes. Yeah. That, like, hot belly. But mm. I'm big on the beverages. Any beverage you got coming past, sure. <laughs> I once ordered, like, she was like, what would you like? And I was like, what do you have? And I ordered a tomato juice. Oh, so you're not even talking, like, free alcohol. You're talking just, like, boring. All, no, but all liquids. I'll try. i oh, got time. Okay. What else am I meant to do? How did the tomato juice go? It was awful. It was so thick. It was no Bloody Mary. Yeah, and I was like, why do you serve this? <laughs> She's like, because idiots, like, you order it. And then I need to throw it in the bin. <laughs> Lol. <sighs> yep. Okay, well, let's wrap this up because it's been it's almost been forty minutes, but I guess we're halfway through July. We're mm. all feeling it. Mitch is doing dry July, right? He is, yeah. Um, which everyone's. So I think everyone around him is struggling more than him. <laughs> I agree. There's a lot of pressure. It's on my birthday next weekend. Exactly. So. 
That was your first question. But what's he going to do? <laughs> I was like, can I pay for one of those weekend passes? And it's crazy that Dry July, you can buy a like a coupon thing and it gives you a night off. Mm. But it's crazy, hey? But And also I don't think there's a limit. So like 10 of your friends can give you 10 nights off. I don't think that's the best thing. You're doing yeah, but the money for goes a for charity, purpose. So True, cares? actually, yeah. Just collect it. I did want to – what are your thoughts on um, – I kind of wanted to tie it into there's better, never been like a better time to talk about being sober curious. Obviously, we don't want it, the mm. movement to um, be seen as another wellness trend, but I feel like that's what it is, it is coming to be. But off the back of the hit book by Ruby Warrington, which we both haven't read. Not yet. <laughs> but it's on the list. But the movement is, as I said, like gaining momentum. To mm-hmm. give you a quick snap chat, snap chat, God, snap shot. <laughs> um, it's kind of like whether we have a problem with alcohol or not. After all, like we're so, it's like me and you, like so good during the week. I wouldn't. Sometimes yeah. I have a drink if I'm at an event or like sometimes I just come home and I'm like, I want a red wine. But like I, like we exercise all the time. We're on sep- supplements. We spend all this money on health and acupuncture and massages. We self-care, all of that, and yet come to the end of a long work day or the start of a weekend, um, as soon as you can turn to the bottle, you do. Um, however, the next day, alcohol really makes you feel shit. Yeah. Right. And like the repercussions, especially as you get older. Yeah. Like for example, last weekend I had a big weekend and I woke up and I've never had a worse hang um hangover in my life. I had like a splitting headache really? and I get migraines. It was yeah. like I was crying holding the toilet <gasps> bowl because I thought I was gonna be sick. But I it was like I felt eye. like I'd been hit in the head, like someone bludgeoned That's me. That's awful. Splitting down my head. I was crying. I've never had such like piercing pain. Um and I guess this question kind of – this book questions you to believe and to, to think rather. How different would your life be if you just stopped drinking on autopilot, like if we stopped socializing around alcohol? Um, how your week would be following that? Because, you know, obviously if you drink on the weekend and you're hungover, then your whole week's fucked for the next week, right? And yeah. then by the end of the week you just want to drink again. So it, it's kind of like they're trying to bring around this sobriety movement without – being actually sober or the stigma that's attached because if you go I'm sober people automatically assume that you were an alcoholic when really that might not be the case yeah however in the same token if I see a friend that's wear out and they're like I'm not drinking tonight I'm like what yeah weirdo what's going on like why there's so much social pressure also if we go out um for dinner like I don't even realize that I'm doing it but if we go out for dinner and you don't want to drink I'm immediately like, well, this is going to be boring. Right. And it shouldn't be, shouldn't be at all, which um, I did read an article that said it's a sober curious, fine, but um, they're worried about uh, putting labels on things and how it affects, which I guess we're all being a little PC, but how it affects actual addicts. Um, yeah. It's nice to be sober curious, but why not? It saying something about just being sober educated or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that come we don't drink during the week or we try not to and then come weekend we just do the vicious cycle. Yeah. So we know the effects, like we're not uneducated about it. Mm. Um, but 
there's a movie that maybe everyone should watch, which I watched, which was so good. And Mitch even loved it. And we tried to get his parents to watch it and they were like, nah. <laughs> um, it's called Ribbon Guthrie and it's an Australian movie. And it came out in 2015. Where did you find it? Uh, we went to the movies and watched it. Oh, when? Like recently? In 2015. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. And I've been like thinking about it. It's so good. You can just go back to it. Steph, this is like five years ago. Yeah. Okay. So wow. it starts off and it's like a party guy in Sydney and he's got the life and he's got a supermodel girlfriend and whatever and he drinks too much and he has social events on weeknights and he has a sick house and whatever. And then he wakes up face down. And he, well, he doesn't wake up. He gets discovered face down in his pool and he has like a reality shock, um, a reality check. And then his girlfriend or fiance leaves him. He loses his job, et cetera, et cetera. And then I think she gives him an ultimatum that's like if after a year, if you can drink, if you cannot drink, sorry, for 12 months, then she'll consider making things work. So then it follows him for a year and it's all little things. His parents are like, you're crazy. We're at the yacht club. Why can you not have one champagne? And or a wine, and then That's he literally my life. flies. <laughs> he flies to Melbourne on a one-hour flight, and in first class, they just give you a shampoo, like they right. just hand it to him. And he's like, "I'm just all these." And places. what is it about travel? Even if it's a work trip, you're at the airport. What is it about being like? I'll just have one glass. Yes, and then I'll, I'll have one at the lounge, and then when I get on the plane, I'll just I'll have, have one. one, and then I'll get and I'll one. Feel dozy. Then I'll get to the hotel, and you know what? I'm on holidays basically. But even though you're there for work, work. I'll have another one, and then it yeah. turns into like four or five drinks. That's a bottle, like yeah. Wow. I'd love to get someone um, on to talk about it. But if you are interested in a sober curious movement or if um, you'd like to watch this movie, um, Ruben Guthrie is the name of it. And I think it's a great eye opener because it all it does is pinpoint little small things in the Australian society Mm. where you cannot get away from alcohol. It's totally our culture. Yeah. The other thing is, is like, is alcoholism hereditary? Well, I love a drink and my mum does not drink and never has. Not out of, that's something that we should talk about, not out of any issue. So growing up, everyone's like, have a drink. She's like, I don't drink. And they're like, what? Mm. You don't? And she's like, I don't like the way it makes me feel because mm. she always just felt like woozy straight away mm. and she just limit it and just stop. So, Do you remember me at that party the other night? And there was that girl there that was like, oh, I don't drink because she had like a high power job, but she was also yes. just like, I never just, it just didn't really suit me and I just don't get it. Yes. And, and we were both how like, much- are you all right? We were like, we think you need, you must need a drink. Right. So we think, oh, silly her. And then I wake up the next morning. And then you morning, judge them to their face. Right. But then I wake up the next morning and I was like, regrets. where is my uh, yeah. self-control? Yeah. Seriously, regrets. I've had a few. But I guess alcoholism stems from obviously a range of things like- your life, your lifestyle, what happened to you. But I also feel like there must be some kind of like hereditary gene because it's addiction. And I right. have an addictive, so an addictive personality. personality. Fine. Yeah. yeah. I think, and obviously there's coping mechanisms. Um, but I guess this, the benefit of being sober curious is um, educating yourself and being open to seeing the changes within your lifestyle or to be able to see if alcohol really does affect your day-to-day life yeah you're going to be able to implement changes before it becomes too late and you're going to hit your rock bottom yeah I mean, the bigger thing is is usually with alcohol it leads to worse things which we're all aware of so mm. if you can 
You know what I mean? Like I guess um, it's just that the fact if people could could recognize come Sunday morning that feeling is temporary and mm. you don't have to feel that way if you don't drink the alcohol. There's actually a lot of um, Instagrammers, social, what do they call them? Social influencers. 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 <laughs> influencers um, that are not drinking because I guess there's like a big health kick. They're all kind of yogis and they don't drink. and um, Yeah, but that's what they say to you. You don't see what happens. True. That's, this is going to be another episode because oh, the yeah. recent event that I went to, mm-hmm. the recent trip that I went to, there were so many influencers and I wanted to put up a post like on my personal page being like, I've been around influencers for a long time within my career and I see them all the time at functions and I already know how fake it is. But mm. this trip just took it to a whole other level to the fact where I was even shocked. What were they doing? It's just so fake. Like the setup shots, the photos, the life that they live. But they. Them being happy, them, what they're eating, what they're doing. None of it's real. real. None they of it's actually real. aren't. Doing also, that. imagine living that life where you can't even be in the moment and enjoy this. Like yeah. you didn't. They, we had to do workouts, for example. You, they didn't even stay for a whole workout because they were just there to do like five shots and then they'd leave or stay for a party. They just. <gasps> have a few drinks, shoot it, and then leave. Like one, we had one beautiful night, one night where it was like a wedding. There was stunning tables. We're out on the beach. It was amazing. Like candlelit dinner, five star, like wine, food, entertainment, music, like fabulous. Mm. Mingling with people from all over the world and you're shooting content the whole time, literally working, but pretending that you're having a good time. One girl came up to the bar, right? And on her Instagram, because I'd stalked her, she was like throwing back champagne and throwing back all this booze and like her throwing magnums down people's throats. And then she went up to the bar and ordered a non-alcoholic drink. And the people were like, oh, you don't want like any of these ones. She was like, no, I don't drink. Oh How my the fuck God. are you selling that you're dream to people? I yeah. was I was shocked. Yeah. So you do not drink, yet you're pretending that you do. And you're literally not having – this is work for you, but you're selling fun lifestyle. Yeah. Mm. It was wild. That's crazy. Um, Makes me feel better about not missing out. Exactly. But you had fun. <laughs> I had fun because I was living in the moment. And Woo. damn, girl, I was drinking those magnums, but so out old. of a plastic cup, not in the mouth because I'm classy like that. <laughs> <laughs> Steph's like, are you though? Hold on. Um, all right, well, we'll finish it off with a fun fact. That's not really fun. All right. If you don't know, now you know. Mercury is well and truly in retrograde. <gasps> yeah. So it started July 7 and it lasts until July 31. Okay, that's your birthday. So if anything's been happening that's bad, this is why. We're going to blame it on that, right? All right, tell us. I see that you've written here something I fucking would never have guessed. Yes. So you should never buy any new technology or electronics while Mercury's in retrograde. Weird. So if your computer breaks down <gasps> or your phone doesn't work or you smash your phone or the fan broke or the electricity's gone out or your Dyson buddy conked it, it's because Mercury's in re- retrograde, but you're not allowed to buy another one until after the oh 31st, my God. okay? Okay, well, my phone did. Same goes up. for cars. And the car. The car's on the way out too. Yeah. And then the other big thing is you should never sign any paperwork. You should always try and hold off until Mercury's um, not in retrograde anymore. Right. So because no the repercussions. Exactly. Exactly. Because they will create ripple effects throughout your life. Exactly. Another, another topic for another day, but yeah. uh, that's another good one. Thank you for those tips. I had no idea about those. 
Um, I'm a big into like all that kind of jazz. Cool. It is cool. That sounded like I was like sick. Shut, Shut up now. Up. But I was like, <laughs> look at this fact. Don't buy any new electronics or cars and don't sign any paperwork. I know, Done. It's big. Let's just live in limbo for one month. I know, and you're kind of like, um. My phone's broken. I can't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind if I wait till Mercury is out of retrograde for me to sign this contract for my new job or like yeah. for me to sign this apartment? Yeah. <laughs> and I can't sign this contract for the I new really want to buy this car, but can you just keep it on hold for me until the end of the month? Yeah. And he'd be like, sure, I'm in my target. You're a freak. Anyway, guys, I think that was um, more than a mini, but you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Oh, I love the way that subscribe. went. Subscribe. Please subscribe. Subscribe-y. We're going to um, start yelling at you about it. Seriously, follow our Facebook page. We put up linking articles that are helpful to the podcast, but also that, that we read during the week. Um, and at Listen to Bad and Busy for all the besi- behind the, besides the things. Behind the scenes, recipe inspo, um, yes. Celine Dion picks, what we're drinking, what we're watching, what we're eating, what we're reading, what we're doing to our hair, what, what Hugo's doing, what we're wearing. Um, and Reuben Guthrie, Reuben Guthrie, Reuben mm, Guthrie. Yeah. I love you so much. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.